<laughs> I read uh, a really good tweet today that said that somewhere, I should have pulled it up so I could quote it directly, but I didn't. Um, somewhere some Pepsi exec is sleeping soundly and dreaming of a United passenger being dragged off a plane. It's like, yeah, yeah, got them out of the news. Yeah, although um, they should have been out the news a little earlier because that was like last Wednesday night. Um, and the following Thursday and Friday, the Republicans stole a Supreme Court justice seat and also declared war. Um, well, <laughs> yes. But, but those, those didn't I mean as well. <laughs> as far as PR nightmares, I, uh, yeah. Are we officially, is this a war? I, I'm not, I wasn't entirely clear on whether... I haven't looked far enough into it. Is it just like a soft war like we had in the early 90s? Or? Just, a, just a soft bombing to just feel things out yeah. a little bit. Although, like, at least when we did a not-war bombing under Clinton, I'm pretty sure they actually fucked some shit up. Like, not any of this, we will blow up some planes that are already broken kind of bullshit. <laughs> I'm just saying, if you're gonna faux quasi-war, at least, you know, be effective. Yeah, I'm worried that this is more proxy war than anything else, and it's just muscle flexing with Russia, and what could possibly go wrong? Yeah, could we not, though? Yeah. Like, I... <laughs> So anyway... Um, um, but, but the reason I brought up those two atrocities um, is because I'm not interested in discussing uh, Pepsi's PR nightmare or a United's PR nightmare. Uh, what I want to bring up is this really weird reaction that people get to these things, which is, you know... Um, and I, I titled the show doc this, which is, you know, I'm never flying Pepsi again. <laughs> Yeah. Because, so, first with the Pepsi thing, all the reactions were, you know, well, first there was a lot of ableist language, such as tone deaf, which is, come on, you're, you can do better. Yeah. Um, and the other half of the actions were like, well, I'm glad I prefer Coke anyway. <laughs> Go you, really taking a stand there in your beverage choices. So. Except. No. Yeah. So Coke and PepsiCo um, are both Fortune 100 companies. So, you know, I'm sure you using one or the other is having a huge effect on their bottom line. Um, both of them, wherever you can purchase them, have contracts set up where you can't purchase the other. Yep. So it's not like you even get to choose anywhere except like, you know, a Quickie Mart or the grocery store. And that's Actually, not where they make their money. There is... Panera in Tucker, Georgia, has both. And they, they pay a premium to that uh, for that because they don't get the contract priced on either. Yeah, that, that was just the weirdest thing. But anyway. Um, and even if you like, if you're trying to avoid PepsiCo, the company. Um, <laughs> Good luck. They have so many subsidiaries that you're basically swearing off of junk food, but still having Coke and Sprite. Right. 
like basically anything crunchy that comes in an aluminum bag is <laughs> a, a product of Frito-Lay, which used to be two companies, which are now, which were then one company and then purchased together by PepsiCo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man, capitalism's a hell of a drug. Yeah. And Coke is like in America, you know, they're just making everyone fat, but across mm-hmm. the world, they have this horrible habit going back to like the 80s-ish where they go into a country like Mexico or Venezuela, I think is the other one. Um, But it's actually a pretty long list. Um, If you ever find a Wikipedia article for criticisms of blank corporation, you're (laughs) you're off to a great start. Um, And there are podcasts that read Wikipedia articles better than me. Um, So I just want to say what they do is... They go into a country that's, you know, having some troubles. So it's very easy for an American corporation to just money their way in. And they do the most evil thing that I can imagine, which is they purchase the water rights from the government and then sell the formerly free water back to civilians. That is like... That's pretty amazing. Like, you have to be pretty damn shameless as a company to basically steal water from poor people and then sell it back to them. Like, and you'd like to say, oh, well, their government should protect them better. Um, These are not governments to be admired. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <sighs> so, you know proclaiming your love of coke or pretending you bet correctly by preferring coke (laughs) right i mean uh, like come on like you get no social justice points for that yeah it it isn't your strong moral fiber that causes you to prefer coca-cola products yeah it's just a random (laughs) coin flip of a taste Or, or it's how you were raised or whatever but like so coca-cola is an atlanta-based company with all that that implies, I mean, they are possibly better now than perhaps they were in the past, but there's <laughs> they're not uh, great humanitarians. And Coca-Cola is also the example of, like, uh, the... Uh, Oh, I always forget the word for this. It's the thing where you say the brand instead of the thing. Uh, hmm, there is a word for that, isn't it? Yeah. Um, and but it it's not it doesn't roll off the tongue. That's why no one ever ever remembers it. But it you know mm-hmm. it's like Kleenex and Coke are the examples that everyone uses for that term. Um, and Coca Cola is sort of also the example of like whenever anyone talks about brand advertising and i mean did you ever go to any of like the coca-cola attractions in atlanta oh yeah i went to the world of coca-cola and it was real stupid and i worked immediately adjacent to that massive coca-cola sign in uh, at five points so i passed by that damn thing every day So, yeah, if anyone thinks, you know, like me and Jessica and our quest for obscure uh, Power Max and iBooks (laughs) is bad, you should see people collecting their things that have Coca-Cola logos on them. Yeah, it's kind of a weird obsession. Yeah, 
It's it's sort of the very worst of capitalism. It's right up there with why people buy engagement rings. Um, yeah. Ex yeah, I mean, so diamonds are sort of, well, the metal that they set them in is where it is of actual worth. The diamonds themselves less so. That's a bit artificial. Oh, and lots of people die for them. So that, that kind of pumps up their worth a little bit. Um, but like mass market stuff, like things with the Coca-Cola logo on them are just kind of weird. And like, I was super disappointed in World of Coca-Cola. I thought it was going to be much more museum-y and it's not. It's like a big commercial and then the tasting room where there are bizarre sodas, which I did like. I liked that part. I just wish I hadn't had to sit through the commercials first. It's It's super weird to me how much Coke and Pepsi advertise. It's like everybody's already picked a side. Right. <laughs> no, nobody. And again, nobody... as I mentioned earlier, so people even have a choice in the matter because you have you're stuck with, you know, the restaurant contract. Or the, right. or the movie theater or any fast food company that isn't KFC, which is owned by Taco uh, KFC, Taco Bell are owned by Pepsi, which is the yeah. reason they have the Pepsi contract at all. <sighs> So, yeah, there's sort of, you know, it's just a mountain of capitalism that you're, you know, pledging your allegiance to when you say, well, I'm glad I drink Coke because Pepsi made this, you know, borderline offensive ad that is at the very least horribly, you know, insensitive. Um, and, yeah. you know, will be forgotten about quickly. And Pepsi's not going to see a dip in sales. No, I mean, no. And, and it doesn't matter. So Pepsi's um, cola share is significantly smaller than Coke's, but they are a larger corporation. So if you stop drinking Pepsi, they'll just make it back from Cheetos. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know, I wonder how Cheetos fine. are selling, given our current president. Like, that do you is think a Cheetos very good are... question. Because, <laughs> <laughs> like, if you hear about Cheetos all day long, do you, like, start craving Cheetos? Now, I don't particularly like Cheetos, so I don't, but... I do, but I'm afraid of the dairy products that are used in cheese flavoring. Oh, yeah, that they'd probably kill you more than other people, which is not insignificant. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's a fair amount of killing either way. It's just a different mechanism. Um, so, yeah. Um, and where you went in this document, this is the worst segue ever, is uh, the, the illusion of choice that we have in a capitalist society um, where we're basically, we have two to maybe four choices of these gigantic conglomerates. Um, so we pretend that we're taking a moral stand by, you know, using Lyft instead of Uber. Now, I, <laughs> but we're not. I, I mean, I took Lyft instead of Uber when I was in Boston, but I mostly took public transportation and walked. Um, taking public transportation is the real sticking it to Uber, uh, as is voting for transit referenda that support public transportation, not only because it's the biggest FU to Uber, but it also actually helps a lot of people who don't even have the option of Uber or Lyft because they are poor. Right. So uh, most of these, um, if you have the privilege to, or let me rephrase that, having the option in any of these scenarios, reeks of privilege. 
there are so many locations in the U.S. where, like, so, like, for the United thing, like, if I want to fly, you know, to WWDC, I have, like, five airports that I can reasonably drive to or take public transportation to because I live in the Northeast Corridor Megalopolis, and I can pick which San Jose-ish airport to land in. So, yes, I could actually say, you know, uh, loyalty points aside, I could choose um, an airline other than United. But, like, if you're coming from Alaska or international, like, your path into the U.S. is probably Hmm. one airline. Or you have to, you know, do something that you really would prefer not to do, such as connecting in a third country. (laughs) Or... You know, just flying at horrible hours that you don't want to fly at. Yep. Um, And you mentioned with Uber and Lyft, it's like, um, rich people take Uber and Lyft. You know, maybe we don't consider (laughs) ourselves Lyfts, but, uh, you know. (laughs) On the global scale, we are so extremely wealthy. And even on the U.S. scale, like, have you ever taken a bus? It's a buck. Yeah. So, you know, and most drivers... um, for Uber and Lyft are the same. Like they just have both apps on their phone and, you know, they just, you know, follow the dollar signs as they come in. Um, And that's, you know, I, that's probably temporary. I'll assume they'll, you know, do the Pepsi Coke thing to their drivers soon enough and make them uh, sign contracts or, you know, take less money or something. Maybe. Um, I really hope that they can, uh, they will find themselves unable to do that without actually providing, you know, salaries and benefits. Hmm. Like, it, nothing <laughs> would please me more than, well, okay, nothing would please me more than if we had <laughs> a minimum, uh, you know, living wage in this country and everybody could just have enough food all the time. <laughs> That's like, nothing would please me. Some things would please me more than that. But yeah. that's, you know, way up there. Um but, but, you know, further down on the things that would please me scale, uh, it would give me great joy, schadenfreude, uh, if Lyft and Uber were prevented from forcing their drivers to sign non-competes, um, because if they did so, then they would have to actually a- acknowledge that they were employers. <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. Um, like, wouldn't it be just swell if that's what's actually stopping them from doing that? Like, I mean, it still sucks, and they're still horrible companies that treat their um, least, uh, their lowest paid employees horribly. By the way, Apple does this too. It really sucks to be a retail Apple employee. Mm-hmm. Um, it's pretty swell if you're in Cupertino, but if you work in the mall in, you know, uh, Alpharetta, like that's not a good job. And you. I do. You st- I think we did a one of our earliest episodes was about a really shitty policy that they have where they make people stay well past when they were clocked out to have their bags searched. Right. Yeah. Apple retail has a lot of problems. It's re- and it's funny because they're like, we're so diverse. Look at our diverse workforce. But uh, most of those people are Apple retail employees who are paid shit and really and and are not treated well. And it's like. Uh, Nice try. I mentioned in our WWDC follow-up episode that um, because I recognized one of the people that were helping around Moscone as um, a retail employee from the store I go to, you know, that I, you know, actually talked to them. And, you know, they said, 
it, this was Friday I did this, and like I said I was the first person that asked, you know, who they were. Hmm. You know, so like <laughs> even the good ones, the developers, you know, aren't treating, you know, people quote beneath them well. Yeah, well, they know who they are, and they have no interest in anyone other than themselves. I mean, as a developer, I'm kind of an asshole sometimes. I try to recognize and uh, quash these impulses, but I definitely have them. You know, one thing I would like to see when I'm dictator of the United States uh, <laughs> is that um, in exchange for a free college, which you are not allowed to opt out of, um, all you have to do is work in the retail or service industry during the summer session. Oh, my God. <laughs> because I think if you have waited tables or worked retail for those salaries and how you are treated, that you would just never do anything bad to anyone in that setting ever again. Yeah, I, I, I find it so I disapprove of shitty behavior in general, <laughs> but <laughs> but I like super duper extra disapprove of shitty behavior toward people in the service industry, because like their lives already kind of suck. Their jobs suck. They work they work way harder, much more physically demanding jobs than I've ever. Well, I guess my summer announce was pretty physically demanding. But um, <laughs> anyway, they they work terrible jobs that I would not want to do. And you're going to make that worse for them. Why? Right. And even <laughs> if they're in upscale locations, like an Apple store in a good mall, or, you know, serving you Trump steaks in one of his awful hotels, they're not paid more just because you're getting charged more nope yeah i mean maybe they'll make it up if you actually do tip 15 percent. but <sighs> yeah it's it's really fucked up so i i i fully understand the temptation to want to virtue signal by using lyft instead of uber or flying delta instead of united but they're all terrible they they all commit abuses against people in one way or another especially the people least able to defend themselves right and i mean what do you need to do to fix the horrible situation that is flying um is not fly yeah <laughs> like I if mean, you're that's go not an option when i'm going to hawaii but other than that well, right if you're going anywhere in the contiguous uh, lower 48 though i mean you can get there by other means. It may suck, but you are making a conscious choice to waive a hell of a lot of rights for the convenience of getting there in eight hours door to door instead of, oh, I don't know, 40. <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, I'm still probably never going to take a train across the United States because the people get real smelly and I don't. <laughs> it would be nice if there was one train. You didn't have to keep switching. Or, uh, like, how about if there was one really fast one? Well, or, you know, three or four really fast ones. Obama tried. I know. It would be so much better. It's really hard to, like, lift large metal objects full of heavy-ass humans off the ground and float them through the air. Like, I think rail would be better than that. Yeah, they slide steel on steel uh, pretty easily <laughs> when one of those is round. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> pretty energy intensive to fly. That's why hummingbirds eat so damn much. Yeah. So the lesson here is, you know, if 
if you are trying to prove how woke you are on social media and <laughs> like you know either do some damn research or recognize that being a social justice warrior implies that you are taking on some risk and or sacrifice yeah and switching colas is not that <laughs> yeah <laughs>